Welcome back to another episode of the Educating the Reckless podcast with your host, Apollo P. And no better, Nina. And it is week epi- 78 of quarantine. And episode 70 of the Educating the Reckless podcast. Oh, I didn't even take that in. <laughs> yes, sir. We did this for 10 weeks. Yay. 10 weeks straight in quarantine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What's that? That's two months and two weeks? Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. We're taking a break next week, though. Yeah. We're go- I'm, yeah, I'm also- burning out. <laughs> you're going through it. I'm out here <laughs> staying strong, man. I'm but burning it's out. <laughs> it's right. I mean, sometimes for, for people who are not listening, sometimes you got to understand what your partner is going through and, 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 and be there in a, uh, in a spiritual sense. In a time of exhaustion. Exactly. I know my partner is going through it. She's doing a lot. She got a lot on her plate, especially during the quarantine. And she, you say like, yo, and you take a break. I'm like, all right, cool, bet. You know? Yeah. Appreciate that. And, and the stuff I said, I'm going to do on the back end to make sure that it doesn't seem like we slacking, man. We do this. We partners, man. Appreciate I fuck, it. I, I fuck with Nina, man. So how you been, Nina? I've been good. So do you notice anything different about me? So for the people that haven't been paying to your IG, you, you got your nails done. Yeah, <laughs> it's been three months. Uh, so Vaughn opened up, well, York Region opened up last week, yeah. Friday. So I finally got my nails done from my girl, Angie. You guys, they're like nude with like neon side stripes, kind of. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm very happy. So that happened. So basically when you go there, they're to only taking in a certain amount of people, like per like each each uh person working can only take in a certain amount of people per day mm-hmm. um and they're trying to just limit like who's sitting where uh when you go in there's like a big plexiglass between you and the nail tech and you just stick your hands like through a hole and then she kind of just does them um that sounds kind of wrong glory <laughs> hole but for nails <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> so yeah so that was cool um, I also ended up going to the drive through uh, Street Eats Food Truck Festival at Yorkdale, um, which was on... I didn't even know about that. Yeah, it wasn't like... I, I happened to come across it on BlogTO. It was on Friday and Saturday last weekend. So there was a few vendors there. Jerk Brothers, Eva's Original Chimneys, which was amazing. Um, Beaver Tails, Tiny Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Real Canadian classic. If Beaver Tails not at your event, that should automatically almost trash yeah tiny toms melt witch um and a bunch of others but it was pretty good honestly i really just went for the uh the eva's original chimney and then after that since we were there we went to chick-fil-a and it was much shorter line than the last time i went only took like 20 minutes were were you there in the afternoon or evening i got there got in line at about four yeah yeah or five you, yeah line downstairs or upstairs it was downstairs but barely downstairs like oh, okay not right. for long the last time i went it was downstairs yeah. um but yeah i did that and then i'm also trying a new so everyone's been raving about this girl chloe ting um she's oh, with a- the fitness on YouTube. yes yeah asian yeah. girl from australia and she does like fitness programs yeah and she does what? No, she does like fitness programs and a lot of people have been raving about it on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. Um, my sisters included. And I was very skeptical at trying it at first because like anyone who knows me or who's worked out with me, like knows like my workouts are like pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't think that it's going to like, I didn't think it was going to work on me. 
I'm on day two and my abs are definitely sore. It's like an hourglass challenge, this one. So it targets your abs and your butt. My butt, I don't really feel anything, um, but my abs are sore. So hopefully, and that's kind of my area of concern right now is my abs. So hopefully this actually works and uh, it's a 25 day program. So I'm on day two Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, I took a before progress video and I will take an after one. So what, with the with the abs, you you eating right too, as well as uh... yeah, I kind of fell off like the last couple weeks, which really fucked me over because I looked at myself. This is my thing. You went to a binge. I no, not necessarily a binge. It's just like I binge on the weekend, and that's the problem. And I binge with desserts. That's my I I'm like a really bad like if you know me personally, like chocolate is like it's so bad even when we're at vibe i literally get a brownie every single day i'm at vibe i go downstairs and buy a fucking brownie i come home and i eat like a waffle with crushed up oreos chocolate sauce and nutella on top for dessert mm-hmm. like i'm really bad with that so i'm limiting myself on that i'm uh eating healthier uh i used to eat like kind of not that great of a meal for lunch so now i'm making sure like breakfast and dinner were already good now i'm making sure lunch is good um but yeah i I always kind of catch myself like just before, like when I'm getting like a little bit chubby and I notice it, nobody else ever notices it. It's only me who ever catches it and I'll notice it. And I'm like, no, I can't fuck around anymore. So I always catch myself like, as I'm just starting to get a little chubby, like a little extra love handles. And I'm like, uh, uh, this is not here before. So (laughs) it's not staying. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to just, maintain that it's really hard yesterday and today was really hard without chocolate but okay all right i mean see the thing is uh I, I, i've been watching a lot of weight uh work weight working work wake uh fucking gym shit yes. on youtube uh there's this guy on youtube he goes by the name greg Doucette, and he says he has like the cookbook that will save your life he says he says that dieting or quote-unquote dieting uh, it shouldn't be something that you regret doing or something that you binge after doing. It should be something, finding all the foods that you like uh, that that's still fulling, like calorie-dense food, low-calorie-dense food that's mm-hmm. still going to make you feel full but not give you as much calories that you that you don't want so you're able to still have, you know, the body that you're able to maintain. So he has a cookbook. It's like $100 on ebook. Oh, what the fuck? It's $100. A spider. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's oh. a spider. Big <laughs> Apollo kills me, the spider. Try play me like some hope. <laughs> pulling, up, pulling up right there on some dumb shit. Uh, so yeah, and so the, this book is like a hundred dollars. The book is like a hundred dollars, and if people on YouTube, it's where uh, a lot of people did reviews and said like it really works. Like it really maintains. You're able to get filling foods without having a, a high calorie count. Mm-hmm. And it's good, right? Honestly, my other thing is I just hate cooking. Like, I want a chef. Actually, my boyfriend can cook, so like that's not really a problem. But like, <laughs> when I cook, can you cook low calorie? I that's food. the problem because yo, he makes some really good fucking ribs, like really good. So like that's the problem. Like he doesn't really make, he hasn't made like healthy stuff. But like, yeah. I want a chef basically. I just yeah. want a chef. But I yeah, what a beach what, boy got a chef. Oh, did he actually? Like he got two chefs. I don't know what he's doing, but he got two chefs. Oh, <laughs> the guy gets one feature with Vibes Cartel and yeah. gets two chefs. Must be nice. Beach Boy, hey, send man. a chef. Hey, <laughs> so beach- what'd you do last week? 
Five cartel. Yeah, like oh, he's going up. <laughs> he's going up. <laughs> so what I do? What I did? Uh, I'm just keeping real short. Uh, I did like I got like myself a little gig. Um, for like the weekend, like Friday, Saturday, it's supposed to be like a three day thing, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But me and like the the people were like, "Fuck that! We're not trying to walk. We're stay because we have to go down downtown and just hand out stuff." So like, okay. And so we were not. We we're like, nah, we're not trying to be here for three days. Like it was what four, seven hours for two days that we extended our time just because we didn't want to be there on Sunday. My body was going through. My legs were hurting. My feet were hurting. I was walking, like, downtown all the way, Queen West, Augington, Dundas West. Oh, shit. Or, you know what I mean? King Street. You know, I was like, man, I'm done. Uh, so we did it. We did it. We uh, completed everything in, like, two days. And then the, the Sunday I was washed. But, you know, I got, like, a cool little payday. But Yeah. Um, it was something to keep you kind of busy. Yeah. That was cool too. Uh, and, uh, still doing my, uh, I'm still doing a hundred day burpee challenge and push-up challenge today. I made a, a record in terms of doing my burpees, push-ups, and, um, like calisthenics stuff. I did it within 33 minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah. Did it within 33 minutes today. And I was like, damn, my body, my, cause my other boy hit me up yesterday cause him and I were going back and forth with it. He said he did cause he's doing like a hundred burpees and 175 push-ups and like 50 pull-ups, and he said you did that in 30 minutes. I'm like, all right, bet. And so I did my two, I did my uh, 100 burpees, 100 uh, push-ups, and 100 uh, jumping jacks, and I, I did that in 33. So I'm like, all right, bet. I'm not 100, I mean 50, uh, 50 jumping jacks, and I was like, I did that. In- Body that's, looking nice. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You had, you had progress pictures from before? To be honest, I took progress pictures, what, I think last month when I was doing the challenge, I took those for like throughout the month. But this month I got into it and I didn't even, I didn't even take any pictures. I just figured, all right, I got those joints. And yeah, so what I got what I got coming up after this month, I'll take pictures right now. Yeah, do that. Yeah, that'll yeah, be good. I know my I know my body doing like my arms, my court, my my wind is up. I heard that it's a prison terminology. Get your wind up. I mean my cardiovascular health. <laughs> my wind is up. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so and then um you know what I was gonna talk about Father's Day, but I think that was one of those type of things every year they're always gonna have something negative to say about Father's so fuck yeah. you know how that goes. Yeah, people say happy mothers or happy father's day and posting pictures of their moms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean I was gonna address it, but like I feel like you know, this this it's a perpetual cycle, it's always gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen every single year. Yeah. So uh let's get into some social topics. Yeah. So uh, something unfortunate really happened in the GTA. Malton, Milt, Malton, uh, Malton, Mississippi. yeah. Also, nah, keep on messing it up. It's inside the Mil- Mississauga area, but Malton, uh, a 60 year old, uh, a man in his 60s had uh, recently passed away due to police, uh, police gun violence by mm-hmm. the hands of Peel police. Uh, because with his parents, his people called a wellness call or mental call or, or what was, I don't want to say, I want to say, well, you call it a Me- wellness call? I think a mental health Checkup or wellness check, something along those lines. Yeah. Because uh man, a sixty year old man, I think his name was Jazz Chowdhury. Yeah. Um, he was schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. And so they had called the police. Allegedly now I'm saying that they didn't even call the police, they called paramedics. Or they were told that paramedics were coming. Yeah, what was like they, there's another term, non 
police thing or something yeah like non non-police emergency or something yeah Yeah. and so yeah they called and then there's a video where you can see so they had warned them like he's going to react like badly but he is schizophrenic Mm. and we just need you to like help him basically they Mm. gave him a heads up um and then the police in the video are seen on the balcony telling him to put something down um and then they fire a bunch of shots into the complex and he died yeah that shit crazy uh, so when I looked at the video and I read the story, right, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, they were just concerned. So they called them, they called the, 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 the people to help him mm-hmm. and the police showed up, but I realized that he was the only one inside the home. So how did they, how did they quite know about what he was going through? I think you're, so you were actually able to call in for a wellness check for someone who doesn't live with you. Like if you're a family member. So, um, maybe they were talking to him on the phone Mm -hmm. or, or maybe they like, maybe a neighbor had called them or something and had known that something was happening. So at that point they knew they couldn't get to him in time. The police could, um, Mm -hmm. not thinking that it was going to result in his death, but, um, you know, just another thing I wanted to kind of address, and I spoke about this on hashtag, um, basically like when it comes to this whole defunding the police and giving the money to like mental health workers and crisis workers and things like that, like, I'm really here for that because like, there's been, um, there was a situation once where I actually had to call one of those, um, like mental health hotlines for a friend of mine. And when I called it, uh, basically the end all be all result is you have to call the police Mm -hmm. and they tell you what the police are going to do in terms of like taking that person, putting them in a hospital, keeping them on a watch and all this stuff. And it's like, that's not what everybody needs. Like not everybody needs that extensive, like grab them right away and throw them on a 72 hour watch, Mm -hmm. um, like psychiatric watch or whatever it is. Um, So like, even in this case, like, it was like they had called and asked specifically for like a mental health thing and it was still like, no, we're sending the police. And yeah, it's pretty crazy to me, but. Yeah. I mean, one day I'm going to try to, you know, really get into the depth of how, uh, what would the mental, like say if a mental health, a paramedic, I don't know. I I don't know what we're crisis worker. Let's say crisis worker. Yeah. What would they look like in that situation? Are they body geared up? as well well you know what i mean like because they said like they shot at him because he was holding the knife right mm-hmm. the cops got 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 scared on the trigger which is rightfully so if someone come lunging you or the knife and you're telling them to move, back, move around i mean they could have probably had a little bit more patience with him like they had or the, shot the, him in or shot him in the leg at least or the foot that's what joe biden said <laughs> like not shot him like 20 like however not 20 i'm over exaggerating but however many times like i swear all three of the officers shot like yeah, they they they, they don't they should have just one in the foot and disabled yeah. him i feel like they didn't have as much patience with uh, the man in his 60s rather than the man uh the 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 international student or the asian man during the the protest like two weeks ago did when he was had walking. oh the big knife yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they didn't have that much patience with it you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know that's something you want to look at Maybe yeah. because they're on inside and they're a little bit more scared, but it's a situation that needs to be solved. And I saw the protest that took place, and uh, I saw some of the foolery, the tomfoolery that was going on during the protest. With you know, I think the man is named Daddy Rambo. He was doing some, you know, moving by the cop car. I was like, yeah, that's oh cool. yeah, I saw that's that. Cool. That's the guy with the, the t- yeah, yeah, that's him. 
Yeah, that's some, doing some that's some cool shit right there. I don't know what he's doing, but in slides too. Come on, bro. It defeats uh, the whole purpose of the protest. Like, yeah, you're just trying to make it about you at that point. Yeah, it was just yeah. But um, that's unfortunate, young man. I hope I uh, uh gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I, I hope that the family's probably the family's going through it. Yeah. And uh, I remember seeing another uh, reading a little bit of article on the National uh, Post where they said within the past month. Uh, there's been two like wellness checks or mental illness checks by done by police within Canada, and uh, led to uh, people being uh, killed. Yep, DeAndre Campbell is the one in Brampton. Same thing, yep. schizophrenic, twenty two yeah. or twenty three, yeah. I think. And then a, and then this woman, one. Oh yeah, that one, and that and one. Young, the young woman in uh, no, not even yes, yeah, that region as well. But the young woman in um, New Brunswick as well, the indigenous woman. <laughs> yeah, 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 that one too. So that's really four if we count it. Yeah, so it's unfortunate. There's a lot of unfortunate stuff right going on. So, uh, I mean, even in tr- in terms of like hostage situations, I swear they have someone that really speaks to it. The de the escalator guy. I mean, maybe put that guy more for exactly. in terms of exactly. You know. Yeah. And then uh, there was what? There's, tell me about this video. You saw? The yeah. Video? So I saw this video. I don't know if you saw it. Um, it's a resurfaced video from 2018 of Durham police in uh, Ajax beating an elderly black couple i saw clips of it i couldn't watch the whole thing but they're beating the grandpa i'm gonna call them grandma and grandpa they're beating the grandpa um and he uh was also suffering from some kind of mental health but they were leaving the hospital and apparently there was some sort of disagreement with a nurse or something and so then police started beating the grandpa and then the person who recorded this video the police went to him and said delete it but this person who recorded it had already met the grandchild of this grandparent couple and had sent it to that person so it's been hidden until this time and now that person has um released this video um yeah it's really fucked up luckily the grandparents are still alive um they had a couple scratch or not a couple scratches they got like a blown up eye and like all this shit but like they're still alive but like like these are old people yeah those are they their their body is not as you know vigor as like a young person getting it not not to say that you know a young person for, yeah yeah not to say that you know but i saw so i saw the video that you sent and um i saw the tweets that were uh accompanied with those mm-hmm. and i think the sad part is that the, the family thought they would get justice by now and but did. yeah and the fact that it's coming out now is more so i guess the best way for them to get justice because uh, a lot of people are more focused on how you know police move and and operate right now yeah. and so you know they're really under the critical eye of the you know the public scrutiny mm-hmm. so i guess this is the best time to come forward and post that video i hope that you know justice is you know uh made uh right and sometimes yeah. i don't want to be that type of person to come on here because a lot of times people see videos of people being assaulted uh on the internet by blogs and there's no real context people just kind of make up their own little context clue based on their biases but uh from that video it looked like it maybe it was unnecessary because the woman was being held by a cop and the man was yeah saying, like they're literally just old people like yeah it's yeah it's not yeah. a fun thing to watch yeah i mean hey man like i said sometimes sometimes that's the person so i mean i don't want to sound scary on the mic but sometimes mm-hmm. when, you, when you're dealing with a cop you got to understand that cop got the got the weapon you know what i mean mm-hmm. you don't got nothing you know whatever like not to say 
you know, not not to try to be that weak guy, but like, yeah. hey, if they saying something, bro, just follow along on some like, see, all right. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Follow along, like, your value your value your life at that moment and fight for your justice after. You know what I mean? What I'm yeah. trying to say, I'm not trying to say, hey, just you know, every time you get harassed by police, you you do a whole bunch of extra stuff. It's like, all right, bro, all right, I'm gonna just do, I'm gonna just handle this, but I'll make sure that all the injustices or all the mistreatment that you've done will be will be addressed. Because I can't say, hey, bro, I'm not gonna do this, that, and third. They got power over me, and they have. And they're they're in they're not the above the law they are the law so when they do something it will be seen as righteous within the law to whatever they do to me because they're they're seen as they're holding and whatever they do was justified because they did it you know what I mean I hear what you're saying but then it's like what about the people who did comply with mm-hmm. the officers and still died too right like it's mm-hmm. a tough thing like even when we look at the George Floyd thing like he wasn't resisting like he didn't do nothing wrong and they still he still died like so mm-hmm. I, I it's it's hard because it's like how can you guarantee your entire life you're going to avoid all interaction with cops you can't like they okay. literally might just pull you over because you're black or because you're brown or, or asian or whatever it is right so mm-hmm. that's also the other thing that you got to take into account as well which yeah. makes it that much harder I mean, that's fair. It's fair. It's fair to say that. It's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, on to some lighter stuff. So, so we'll talk about, you'll bring it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The funny thing is, I actually, I actually brought up a little bit of this last time. Because I said oh. she, she has ceased all sales and stuff like that. She addressed it. Yeah, I wasn't sure because we were kind of on a weird cusp at that time. Like when we dropped the podcast and then when that happened. Like, Yo, man, I'm starting to like the way that we dropped the podcast. But like a whole bunch of new shit be popping up on Wednesdays. Like, fuck. I mean, yeah, literally. And we record this mad late too. So it's like we don't see nothing until the next morning. Yeah. It pisses me off. Yeah, I hear you on that. Um, So pop culture entertainment news. B. Simone has spoken out about the plagiarism accusations. Um. She spoke out, so last week we mentioned about the whole book and everyone calling her out, and basically she explained that she kind of just blame-shifted. Like, she's like, I hired a team to write this. Uh, I didn't know. that. So if this is your book and it's supposed to be your idea and you're hiring a team to write this, are you not going back and fact-checking or making sure that things aren't... Pl- it just didn't make sense to me. Yeah, see, I don't know how... You're supposed to write a book from what I remember, not to say what I remember, from what little snippets I know from people who wrote books. Mm-hmm. They uh, have someone that, I forget what, they have someone that talks to them. And then through talking through them, they're able to like blow out their, their memories. Uh, oh, like a publisher? Book. Yeah, like something, okay. something like that. I don't want to call them publisher, but it's like a person that helps you write the book. Okay. Uh, not the editor, but someone that's helped you, that speaks to you, that talks to you, and then is able to flow out your thoughts in a very, uh, I guess, up in a flow. Yeah. In terms of like, you know, able to go dot, dot, dot. And I guess more so biography or autobiography type of books. That type of stuff. But um, mm-hmm. usually, even if you have other people in hands in the past in terms of doing a book, you're writing the book. They're just helping you. They're helping you guide where the book is going. For her to say that, she had an idea to, be, to make a book and then she hired a third party to, to create the book. What kind of dumb shit is that? Let's be honest. Ridiculous. I was like, what the fuck? Like, why did you even, like, this isn't even you then. 
And now I feel like she's going to use that as an excuse and be like, well, it's not really my book. Yo. <laughs> Yo, I saw another video that went viral after she made that uh, apology or statement. Yeah. Uh, the, the video was her in her car saying, I delayed the book. Uh, I just got to make sure it was right. And everything I put my name on, I make sure it's right. So I'm delaying the book. And I'll make sure that when it comes out, everything's right. So for her to have that video and then her to make that statement, what is it? What is it, sis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that happened. Um, J. Cole dropped an alleged diss track mm-hmm. responding to uh alleged subtweets from no name uh i'm gonna keep it it was was all smoke for her yeah uh i'll be honest with you i have no idea who no name is until okay i thought it was i thought it was gonna be one of those things where come on nina (laughs) so okay like i just see her on my timeline sometimes just talking reckless about shit and i'm like what does she do (laughs) yeah so yeah so he dropped this track called snow snow on the bluffs or something along those lines and everyone was like what the fuck he's dissing no name like she didn't even Mm -hmm. do nothing she was basically just tweeting about um everything that's going on in the world and how celebrities need to do more and all this other stuff and so j cole dropped this track did you hear the track? I'm going to be honest. I've, I've stopped listening to J. Cole since the year 2014, but I've read the lyrics. Okay. So, read the yeah. lyrics. Don't hate on my guy. So what do you think? Is it a diss track or is it a reach? So when I read the lyrics, it sounded like, so dude was like saying, I wonder if this girl is talking. She sounds mad aggressive. Blah, blah, blah. Not his words exactly. Just paraphrasing. Some, yeah. Yes, and uh, you know it sounds like he said what she's how she tweets rubs him the wrong way. And to be honest, I can see that she she does sound like she gets in her own way in terms of trying to have the message, right? Yeah, you know she's doing a lot of extra stuff and she's coming at people very aggressively, making everyone seem like you know the victim. And she's like, you know, I can see that. I feel like it was yeah, it was towards her and. It was kind of a check. You got to be held accountable sometimes when someone try to criticize you on the way that you're trying to spread your message. Uh, you got to be open ears to that. And a lot of people, a lot of young people these days, myself included at times, don't want to hear criticism. It's like, fuck you, bro. You don't get get with the program and get rolled over. And then that, that's how you, that's how it came across. Um, no, that's what she, it looks like how she perceived it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she does have the way that she, she does make, whatever she talks about very unattractive it's like i already want to do it because i don't want to deal with this type of person but i hear what you're saying is that similar would you say that's a similar manner to amanda seals like how when she talks about things it becomes kind of extra yeah uh i think they're in the same category yeah yeah i think they would like each other yeah yeah so (laughs) i listened to the track and read the lyrics um i do definitely think it was a diss track towards no name yeah he specifically talks about tweeting and subtweets um and things like that so i definitely think it was a diss track he didn't deny whether it was or wasn't he just said like when he spoke about it the next morning after everyone was freaking out, he was just like, I said what I said. You can interpret it however you want. Um, Mm -hmm. I respect this woman and blah, blah, blah. But like, just because you respect them doesn't mean you have to, he said, he actually even said like, we agree. We, we have different opinions on things. Um, Chance the rapper came out and shared his thoughts on it. Uh, Basically 
angry with J. Cole saying what he did was very um, patriarchal and gaslighting. It was like a form of patriarchy and gaslighting. Uh, I think this is just music. Yeah. I mean, um, and also, also, let's talk about friends not checking friends, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's talk about friends being biased, right? Mm-hmm. If those are your two friends, right, you don't pick a side. You stay objective, my man. That's true. You, you listen to what J. Cole says, and then you go, then you, through, the point, through that point of view, you look at how your friend No Name projects her message and how it comes across. If you can't yeah. do that, then you, are, you honestly sound biased, and you sound like uh, you're pandering to one side. Not only to so, your friend. That is your only, fucking word of the podcast, pandering. <laughs> We go in there. Not only are you pandering just to your friend, no name, but you are pandering to black women. Yes, black women right now, uh, it seems like a lot of these, uh, not to say beta males or anything like that, but men that don't seem to be want to stand on their own too, mm-hmm. tend to, you know, bend and, bend and really put themselves in a position to where they, to where they, I, not really respectable at times because what what makes a man is what makes a, uh, not even just a man but like a strong person is someone that's able to stand on their own too and, and not necessarily fall within tribalism and still be objective and hold and have morals because morals is something easy to do when when times are easy but morals really get tested when times are hard and especially in a situation like this when you have to be in the middle and you got to look at what Jay, uh, what your friend J. Cole said and how No Name comes across. You got to really uphold your morals. And if you can't do that, then it's like, I don't want to be friends with you, bro. And how Trans Rapper came off, it was like, bro, like, that just seems, what you said was so unnecessary. Like, it doesn't even, like, he wasn't gaslighting? Yeah, gaslighting. it was a... It was a reach what Chance the Rapper said. Um, And I think this is one of those cases where, yeah, like you said, he should be able to stay neutral because this isn't a right or wrong thing. It's literally an opinion-based thing. So... He like if it it would be different if it was like a right or wrong thing like I don't know it was one friend murdered somebody and then you're like oh yeah. like you can't say neutral on that but like this is like an opinion thing so I don't think yeah I think him even saying anything was stupid and he was yeah. all like well because someone was like you should be checking J Cole in private and he's like oh you mean like how he checked No Name in private and it's like hey but were J Cole and No Name even friends like I don't even know who this No Name is but she dropped a response track yeah, I didn't listen to that shit either I listened to it, it was only. It was, yeah, she apologized for it, saying she let, basically let her ego or whatever get the best of her. And she thought that by doing this response track, she could get out more about what was happening. But to be honest, I will say I listened to it. It was only like a minute and 30 seconds. And I do feel like she actually was able to get out about everything that's happening in the world in that minute and 30 seconds, which was pretty impressive considering J. Cole just spoke a whole lot of nothing basically about like, why are you dissing me? We don't all understand and we don't all see things the way you do and blah, blah, blah. But she was like literally speaking like, well, this happened to this girl and this happened to this girl and blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, so it was, it was effective in my You know what? Two people could be right Mm -hmm. at the same time, but also two people could be right and, and their paths never meet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was kind of like, he could be right the way that, that she's coming across and he could, and she could be right about the fact that this is why we're mad. But it's like, it, it's not. You're, you guys never seen eye to eye at the end of the day at, with the, with her response message. If what you're saying, I never listened to it. I don't think I will. Yeah, she apologized for it, so I, she don't even stand on what she said. So fuck that. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, whatever. I mean, I mean, hopefully one day we're able to have a conversation and you know hash it out. It's never that serious. 
Yeah. Um, but another news, so Trey Songs uh uh kind of he okay, so not kind of, sorry. Trey Songs exposed a man who mm-hmm. was scamming women um on the internet saying that he that they would be able to meet Chris Brown and Trey Songs if they sent him this money and they paid for their own flight and their own makeup and blah blah blah. Yeah, all this crazy shit. Trey Songs exposed him, uh put his whole ID on his Instagram and everything. Um, and was like, yeah, he's coming at him with a lawsuit. Um, and he also spent the week using his platform to expose a fuck ton of racists. Um, he a also- lot of people have been doing yeah. Person mm-hmm. yeah so he did that i suppose a lot of people a lot of like where they worked and their facebook pages and all that kind of shit um he ended up ex- doxing. Uh, yeah I, I, I didn't understand what that word was yeah. but uh he ended up accidentally posting someone who was not or, like he ended up posting the wrong person and then that person was getting so much hate they put their account on private and in their bio it said tell tell trey songs it wasn't me so he ended up actually having to post an apology so people would stop harassing this person um which makes it kind of tricky when people use their platform for this which brings us to the next person yeah, so Sky Jackson as well. So, so you know what? I it's, How do I want to say this? So I spent this some time just you know, following up on a lot of like, people speaking on like Sky Jackson because a lot of people really are cons- – a lot of people really had a lot of things to say about Sky Jackson. She, you know, used to be on Disney. I don't really mess with her like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember my friend rapper, he said, like, yo, Sky Jackson gave me a co-sign with my music. And I was like, who the fuck is that? She's That's like, yo, cool. this – it's like she's popular on Twitter. Like, who the fuck is that? But um, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> but so she had so the whole thing. What made it uh, go viral or go left for her is the same thing that went left in in the same hands of Trey Songs. Uh, what went left in a lot of the people who create accounts to expose racists or rapists and stuff like that. You're going to get it wrong. Right. If you're only believing the people, the information people send to you and you're not you yourself are not doing any fact check because you want to inherently believe the victim, you're going to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this is exactly what happened in, in the Sky Jackson case. Not to say you got it wrong, but she leaked out information, personal, private information. Uh, with not, you're not, she didn't do any uh, context clues or not context clues. She didn't do any investigative skills. She didn't say anything. She would just allow people to send her stuff and she just put it out there on the internet. Phone numbers, address, where they work, what school they went to. Those are, that's doxing. That's what they call it, doxing. That could be really harmful because you know what could happen? You know, ever heard of swatting? You know, when, yeah, when people call the SWAT on like a particular address and then they pull up and the SWAT just comes in and stuff like, yes, that thing could go left. Cause if you don't, if you don't know, if some people panic under pressure Mm -hmm. and SWAT, when obviously when SWAT's coming to your house, they're not coming to play. Yeah. They're coming because they think there's a real threat. And so when things go left, a SWAT could take someone's life. Mm -hmm. Right. And also people do like pizza bombing where you might order like 15 pizzas and that goes to your house and stuff like that. I love a whole bunch of dumb shit. I did that to someone once. The you know what I mean? People across my street actually. But oh, I was shit. like 14. Yeah. So I'm saying a lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of 14 year olds that are on the internet. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I was trying to entertain my little cousin. <laughs> yeah. See, no, see, 
the dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we recorded and, it on Vine. Okay, yeah. continue. <laughs> so, so in the in the case of Sky Jackson, she that's what she did. It was like some young boy. So apparently he, he there's some like a meme that he did, Wacamolar N word penis or something like that, mm-hmm. and. People would just say these, she, like, people that sent her the information were saying, like, these young white boys or this one white boy, white boy was using the N word a lot of times. He was 12 years old, technically, at the time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, is that going to, is he going to be bred and bred to be a Ku Klux Klan member by the time he's 18? I'm not quite sure. But he was in middle school, he's a minor. And the fact that you exposed his address, this is a minor, and what school he was going to, and that he's going to be an upcoming freshman to another school, and put his and plaster his face all over the internet to mm-hmm. where his parents caught wind of it and took to the internet and apologized on behalf, and allegedly, you know, they lost their job, which I don't necessarily believe why you would lose your job because uh, yeah. of the pity of your child, but. The fact that you brought this fam- this man so much grief and his information out there shows that it's very damning even to do something like that. It's kind of like a catch twenty two. You want to be you want you want to take the self serving right, not the self serving. You want to be righteous and, and things like that. But you're doing it at an illegal expense. You're not supposed like it's illegal to do- dock someone to put someone's personal address, mm-hmm. put personal. Ad- uh, information on the internet but the fact that you're doing it under the grounds of uh, 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 of racism or, or rape and stuff like that because you're doing it under a ju- you feel like it's just and uh, mm-hmm. probably a lot of people will feel like it's just as well they will negate the fact that what you're doing is illegal you know yeah, yeah. and that, that type of shit isn't good and so when you do something like that you got to make sure you are right 100 percent of the time yeah a lot of people don't want to take the extra step to go like hey wait are you sure let me do my background check before i i necessarily put this person out there to public to be you know in the court of public opinion to be accused you know what i mean that type of shit is not it's not cool and like, especially well sorry and especially when <clears throat> it's at a time where like tensions or emotions are really high. So people are like, they see, okay, this person's a racist. Someone told me this person's a racist Bet I'm posting it. Like fuck all the racists right now. Mm-hmm. So I think that definitely plays a part in it as well. For sure. Yeah. It's not, it's not cool. Like I understand you want to take racists out of here, but you're going to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to get it wrong. Like, I don't care. Like you're getting like, if you're getting a hundred submissions, there's going to be, at least one rhyme that you're going to post and it's going to mm-hmm. be all bad. And like, it, it, it's like, like, yeah, like you're definitely going to get it wrong. I feel like if anything, like people should be sharing their own personal experiences because exactly. then it's like, that's you experienced it. So you can actually share that because you know, it's true. Yeah. Um, but moving on, uh, Meek Mill uh, has suggested that black police officers should make up half of the police force in black neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Now, last week we spoke, because I was kind of asking in terms of, or it wasn't last week, it was the week before, I think. I was basically asking you, like, why black cops would do things like this to their own people, referring to oh, the couple... <laughs> they're referring to the couple in Atlanta that got pulled from the car. So, now that Meek is suggesting this, do you think this would actually make a difference? Uh, probably, but I doubt, so let's, we could talk hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Maybe it possibly could make a, like a huge difference, but I think in reality, uh, there's too much of a stigma placed on the police to be a police. Even, 
there's jokes like fuck 12 like i'm never gonna be 12 like i mean my clock doesn't even strike 12 it's like it's 11 like, 59 and one yeah you know I mean? on my 12th fuck. birthday i turned or on my 11th birthday i turned 13 because i don't fuck with 12 exactly right so there's way too much of a stigma against being a uh, police officer for even black people that want to take that mantle anyways because mm-hmm. even if you once you become a police officer then you are inherently looked at as an op now mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Like the system is so fucked up that people don't even want to be a police officer. I mean, people want to see it, but like, let's let's be honest here. Like, yeah, we, we fucked it up for ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it would necessarily help because I still feel like at the end of the day, when you're going back to your precinct or whatever it is, and you're reporting whatever to the white cops, you're still gonna mm-hmm. want to feel like you had to impress them with something you did today. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I don't know if it would really necessarily help. Um, yeah, Hurricane Chris, a baby, was arrested. A baby, oh my, you don't understand. When I was in, I was in eighth grade or ninth grade, man, we, me and my friends during the summertime or something like we'd be out there just say, Why wouldn't you see like a, a, a fine girl walk? But hey, baby, I could see you doing that. <laughs> um, so good. he was arrested in Louisiana for second degree murder and then released on bail. Mm-hmm. He claimed he was at a gas station and he claimed that some guy was trying to steal his car, which didn't actually happen. The surveillance camera revealed there was nothing like that happening. He just Hurricane fucked around Chris. and killed the guy. Hurricane Chris. <laughs> I don't want to laugh. But Hurricane Chris got scared on the, on the trigger. That's what happened. He, yeah. He might, you might be doing something like, all right. And then, you know. Yeah. And then went it. left. That could yeah. be it. Sometimes people, people get scared on the trigger and it's, it happens a lot. Uh, having a gun makes people have it's like alcohol like you know liquid courage is like having a gun is just like you know the the equalizer or the act right you know once you have it you feel like you can make anyone act right and then you know things go left and you took a life and now you're like damn yeah what i do and uh, in this situation man it's unfortunate i mean he said he acted in self-defense which is surveillance says nope (laughs) and so and he said he's trying to fend off the car the car said it's stolen from texas like oh yeah so it's kind of hard it's a hard case to beat man yeah i don't know what's gonna happen but honestly he was a one-hit wonder so yeah i mean he has two hits he had the halle berry that just went that one i don't remember that one oh shit all right man (laughs) man he's out on bail though so you know he's trying to yeah um your 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 story is the next one all right, so we had what Swiss Beats. You saw the little video of uh, Swiss Beats and Busta Rhymes. First of all, it wasn't little; it was long. It was like ten one-minute video clips that I watched, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Because I seen, because like I follow TV Gucci because from when I interviewed him, right? Yeah. So Wait, was like, that's your man. He he, he went on the <laughs> he went on the block for your boy. <laughs> Listen, TV Gucci got. I'm joking. Let me not talk no more. Um, but basically, I saw his story and I saw this whole like fuck your apology whatever blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and i was like mm-hmm. uh i was like what the fuck happened and then later on that night was when i saw the clips of his conversation with buster rhymes yeah oh uh, so you think that you think that was personal because uh swiss beef was calling drake pussy like multiple times yeah he was calling pussy him a boy yeah like just randomly though like mm-hmm. super random super like caught everyone off guard i think either a i think two things i think one i think he was drunk two i think it was a personal thing that hasn't surfaced necessarily on a public 
level. So I feel like it was his drunk words or sober thoughts kind of thing. And he was just voicing some shit. Someone was saying Alicia must have reminded him that Drake could, she could have married Drake. But fuck. (laughs) So, yeah, I think he was drunk though, for sure. And I think, uh, I I don't know what, I want to know the details. I should message TV Gucci and ask. TV Gucci probably might not even know the reason, to be honest. I don't know if he But like, whatever it is, it is, yo. I, cause I looked at the videos like, why? Maybe it might, it might be a girl thing, you know? Maybe they're, they're both light skinned. It might be over <laughs> a girl. It really might be over a girl, and it's like, damn. Uh, and so when I saw Chubbs, I saw Chubbs respond. I was like, damn, Chubbs a fixer. He's gonna fix this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I seen TV Gucci respond. I'm like, TV Gucci got his back, man. <laughs> That's the like, joke I was trying to make earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yo yo uh, hold on a side note side note allegedly when um drake got smacked by d they're saying chubbs was right there and didn't do nothing it didn't do nothing and i was like no well maybe he was on be. like maybe he was on like probation or parole or something so we couldn't it's happened in america you're telling me no i was like come on chubbs chubbs either 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 Diddy's that gangster where Chubbs is like, all right, bet, you got that one. You got that one, Diddy. You got that, that puff daddy. Or I don't I, I don't I want to talk about Chubbs gangster, but like, yo, that all is that, we know, is that true? I don't know, but all we know true. is if somebody has Drake's back, it's yeah. TV Gucci. TV Gucci, man. That's all we know. Yeah, but like I really want that. I really want to know. I, I want to know too. There. I don't oh, know. Trouble was in there. Oh, oh, oh you want to know what happened? Uh, yeah, I want to know what happened. I don't really care about that one anymore. Uh, uh, <laughs> I want to know what happened. <laughs> yeah, so I maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I, you could say, like, maybe Drake piped out Alicia Keys or maybe he hollered at her or, you know, maybe he had told her some sweet nothings about, yo, you don't got to be a side chick no more. Maybe because they, they have a long history, though. Like, they, that song Fireworks from, like, what, 2010, 11, 12? Maybe? Like a decade year? On um, Thank decade. Me Later? Yeah, that, that was the first track they made together. So, like, it seems like uh, all the people that Drake were 10 years ago, they started falling out. Like, Kanye don't fuck with him. He don't fuck with Kanye. Swiss Beats don't fuck with him. Uh, Drake probably don't fuck with Swiss Beats no more. Who else? But Drake also... Re- Jay-Z don't fuck with Drake. <laughs> but Drake also rebuilt a lot of bridges, too, that we didn't think was going to happen. Like, Meek and Chris Brown and Tori. Yeah, but those are all, like... Within the I'm happy with those ones. I'm very happy with those ones. I mean, well, every, apparently what 6 9 was saying that everyone apologizes to Drake, so you know how that goes. Maybe. Or maybe Drake just, because Drake's a Scorpio. We're water signs, so he's emotional. I'm a Scorpio, too. So maybe he just like one day decides to, I mean, don't get it twisted. I never go backwards. But like maybe he just, you know, gets emotional and is like, uh, I'm going to reach out and make up to them. Or it could be the other way around because people know at the end of the day, Drake is the man. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, you know, you want to get into this uh, really hood rat shit, NBA Youngboy. We can you touch know. on it quickly. All right, I'll be. I'll make it quick. So NBA Youngboy, his shit got ran in, ran into by some young guys in Houston. Uh, Jay Prince, the man that's all about respect. I'm not quite sure what he did in the streets. Jay Prince God. is like the godfather of the rap game. He came through with the whole Drake and Pusha thing too, and now it's yeah. like this. 
I'm not quite sure what Jay Prince has done in the streets. Like a lot of people haven't really spoke spoke on his resume, but he's like revered heavily within hip hop in the streets for some reason. Uh, when I whenever I know, I try to bring that to the forefront. Mm-hmm. If I ever know, he probably will take my life, anyways. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, but for some other reason, he's like highly respected. And he's highly looked up at, especially in Houston. Uh, but uh, some young guys ran the young boys crib. And then uh, Jay Prince went on um, Instagram on some like real clout chaker sucker shit mm-hmm. and um, started holding up, you know, items that, you know, the young man that stole from young boy. Uh, and had. is that the guy in the video? The guy who stole from him? Is that the nah, guy who's sitting with him? Oh, okay. No, no, is that some boxer dude? Okay. And uh, Jay Pr- and then young boy got wind of the video and he's kind of upset, which he rightfully so. He's like, yo, if you want to do something, you, you, you have my line to talk to me yeah. and bring me back. You don't have to go on some like, real you know sucker shit to do that what you did and then you know today jay prince responded back calling him dummy boy talking about he knows his people and it really just sounds like this man's in his 50s right he's really he's beefing with a man that just he's like 20 young boy's like 20 or something you know what i mean like he got like 20 something years on this kid the fuck are you doing jay prince yeah no for sure definitely um i um I think, yeah, it was stupid for Jay Prince to do that. He definitely should have reached out to him privately. You know so, what I mean? It's some weird shit, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, Justin Bieber, there were some allegations made on Twitter. Make it be a white man that really shut you down. <laughs> I hate to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone by the name of just Danielle took to Twitter and said that back in 2014 um basically justin bieber did a show at south by southwest and he was she was invited backstage to meet bieber after then he invited her to the hotel the four seasons and she consented to kissing him but then he raped her he came through with the receipts he said after speaking to his wife Haley, he decided it was right to address it hold on hold on, hold on. before you go any further you think they discussed it on the boat at poochling lake <laughs> yeah they must have that's like their sanctuary I want to go. Let's go to Pushlink Lake and find them. We can find them. We know what his house looks like. Actually, I know how we can find them, but I can't tell you on the podcast. All right. Um, but um, yeah. So basically, I uh, yeah. So he responded. He had a whole bunch of receipts. He's like, I didn't even stay at the Four Seasons that year. Mm-hmm. He even showed his whole receipt of the hotel he did stay at, and his alias name or his Elias name, sorry, was on it, which is Mike Lowry, and he tweeted in the thread. Oh, no, what's what's an Elias name versus alias name? Uh. Is it the same thing or the different thing? I don't know. Maybe I meant alias. I think I meant alias. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is the last name? You're rubbing off on me. <laughs> I definitely meant alias. <laughs> this is like, your fault. My- you always fuck up words. Now I'm fucking up words. <laughs> I never fucked a word that bad, though. <laughs> yeah. So, well, no, yes, you have. But anyways, so... Anyways, so basically his, what is it now? Oh, alias. His yes. alias name is Mike Lowry. And he said he's not going to be using that name anymore. If only we had known all these years. Um, but yeah, he showed all the receipts and he was dating Selena Gomez at the time. And there's pictures of them right after the concert together and all this shit. And he's like, mm-hmm. I was never even there. He's like, I'm taking legal action and I'm taking action with Twitter as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, super crazy. But I'm glad he didn't do it. Yeah. So I hate the fact that a white man did it, though. Uh, the fact that he was the white man was able to, I, I, you know what? A very racial tone I have right now. Let me just chill. Uh, 
Bro, why am I doing this? There's no need for me to do that. There's no, where's the energy coming from, man? But it, I'm glad that a Canadian did it. Let me just go there. I'm glad that a Canadian was able to put the foot down and go like, you know what? Here's the receipts to let you know that you are, uh, un- I am unequivocally cleared of any uh, malice things that, I've ever, that this person is accusing me of and brought the receipts and was like, you know what? Since I cleared my name publicly and I've beaten, uh, you know, the court of public opinion, I will now take you to court and ruin your life as he should. He should, mm-hmm. he, he should, this should be the first case that set the president moving forward in terms yeah, of people. for false accusations. Exactly. And I hope Justin do it. A Canadian. I, I just wonder, <laughs> the way he said it. I just wonder, like, how hard it was to gather those receipts from six years ago because that's a long time uh i think i think when you do business you have to keep things back from like seven years just in case the irs or the canadian revenue service wants to pull up on you Maybe. Uh, so you want to keep you want to keep a back a bad log of just a lot of files and stuff like that so i mean it makes sense yeah anyways you want to jump into quick bite news or you want to skip over this no uh, we got about eight minutes and fuck i mean the the social, the social ones is hitting, but like we don't got eight minutes for those. Yeah. Fuck, man. I don't know what you want to do. Should we save? I don't know. I mean, you... we could do quick bite news. We got eight minutes. You could just jump into it. I mean, okay. Hello, because this yeah. the social issue is going to take a lot. It's a lot more to get into. Yeah. And, and we can talk about it next week too, because I'm sure there's going to be more added to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's going to be more. Hello, um. So, All right. Yeah. yeah. Go. Go. You want to, so uh, this. Really quick, uh, Megan the Stallion knockoff. She goes by the name uh, Erica Banks uh, under the same label that Megan. Uh, her ex manager. Her ex manager. Ex manager. Yeah. So they're trying to push her, and uh, people are saying that she sounds just like Megan. Uh, some people say no, she just sounds like a girl from Texas. But, you know. People from Texas are saying she sounds like a girl from Texas. The rest of us are saying she sounds like Megan. I think she sounds like Megan. There was also something I came across earlier today: a guy from Brooklyn who sounds exactly like jay-z exactly like it's jay-z in this young guy's voice it's fucked i'm gonna send it to you later <laughs> it's the marcy pot i can't literally even... sounds identical so you think she has a chance uh, a chance one time so i think she has a chance yeah uh but i think that um i mean that's true. Designer had a chance, but I don't know. Like it, uh, it's, at the end of the day, it all really depends on your like promo ability and like how wide of a reach you're getting. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to find this Jay-Z clip cause I had it right here and I wanted to play. Yeah. Here. I'm going to play it. In my mic. That's not Jay Z. That's not Jay. No. Yeah, the way he's he's not... even talking. He got the he got the Jay Z uh the instrumentals. It's the, fucked. Like it's actually subject matter. Come on, man. That's, I don't even know what his. Sorry, I don't th- I don't know what his actual name is, but that's that yeah. Like Jay, man. Yeah, this is crazier to me than the Megan one. Yeah. All right. So I can understand that not going that far. But, yeah. You know, the, this Erica Banks, she, could, she got a chance. You just have to, you know. Yeah. Use this fame or use this moment right now to kind of hit something that's going to really like convince us that she's more than just 
what people think she is, which is a Megan Thee Stallion knockoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got uh, our, our guy, Ja Rule, who, who just seems to can't get it right ever since, you know, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Ever since, we don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, he's uh, apparently, so one video, he went viral twice, or maybe close to viral twice in one week, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So one video, he was, it looked like he was performing at a house party. Yeah. You know, <laughs> had the white women dancing. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a house party. So in the pandemic, and it was like, come on, Ja, you serious? Uh, and then another video of him doing this really cheesy, trashy, low-quality budget commercial for a shawarma spot. Which actually was revealed to be for a promo for a TV show. I didn't see that update. Thank you for updating me on You're that. You're welcome. So <laughs> the first video was crazier than the second one. Because <laughs> the house party joint sound looked crazy. So. Yeah, Allegedly. that one was crazy, yeah. But like, all right, I mean, hey, it looks like you got a bag. Just, you know what? He's able to take an L and a W at the same time. I guess so. Um, Kim Kardashian has signed an exclusive deal with Spotify for a criminal justice podcast, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm interested. Educating the people. Um, that's so Raven, Raven Simone, got married to a white woman. Um, obviously, if you lived under a rock, she's gay. She's been yeah, gay. She's been gay. She said yeah. she's been gay basically for a long ass time. She had to hide it during her Disney days. Yeah. I mean, I, could I say I, I didn't, I didn't see it during the Disney days, but like as, as time went on and, you know, I learned about it a lot, a long time ago. She was like, yeah, she just, uh, whatever. But to a white woman during this time right now, Raven, you got to be out your fucking mind. She got married to Karen. Yeah, you could you could have waited. You could have waited. You if the love was you, you could have waited. <laughs> well, yeah. So the girl's name's not actually Karen, you guys. It's I think it's Miranda. Yeah. But yeah, so that happened. Um, on Juneteenth, which was last Friday, Snapchat had an interesting filter choice where basically people mm. would smile and then it would break you free from the shackles. Was this American only uh, filter? It must have been, yeah. Uh, that's a little considering that Snapchat is a fairly um modern app like it's mm-hmm. fairly up to date this is pretty crazy to me it's um, not their first time for doing something crazy though. that's true they did an asian one too yeah yeah, yeah so that happened um well since you bring up asian apparently it's dog it's a dog festival in china uh <laughs> this week where they eat dog meat and stuff allegedly oh <laughs> That shit crazy. I hope that's not true, man. Like I saw it on um the weight room or I saw it on one of them joints. I just want to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Keep keep talking, keep talking. I'll make no, sure. No, you're on the next one. I am uh, what am I doing? What Trump. am I doing? Oh yeah, you didn't see that video of Trump saying oh come flu. That shit was funny to me. <laughs> so stupid though. Like that shit was funny to me. I'm just not even surprised. Um, okay, a Harlem guy smacked a girl in the face with a skateboard for rejecting him. You saw that video, right? Yeah, fucked up. Really yeah. fucked up. Honestly, I would get back up and start fighting him. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Yeah. Like I don't uh, I don't I don't play that stuff. Yeah, I hope uh man. Um, they're trying to get him out of here, though. They said they said they found him, but he's hiding low key. So they're trying to get him arrested. Yeah, Probably. he's a fucking idiot. Like you yeah. obviously get obviously you're not gonna get no fucking play. Um, the baby's hosting a discussion with city leaders titled "Black Lives Been Mattered." I think this is cool. Yeah, this this happened already, but like, oh I, yeah, sorry. They they the fact that some people have some type of I guess problem with the fact that he called it "Black Lives Been Matter," 
put his little twist on it. I mean, I think it's good. I think he's yeah. doing what a lot of other people are not, which he's actually having panel discussions mm-hmm. as an artist, especially. So I think it was good. I respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, last week after we dropped the podcast, Aunt Jemima got canceled and the brand decided it's going to completely renamed due to the stereotype of the mammy um some people just found out yeah to be honest a lot of people find out a lot of things are racist and i'm like why so why does it take you guys so long yeah i don't know how people are just figuring that stuff out it's very obvious however something interesting is that relatives so of the aunt jemima actresses people who played aunt jemima back in the day kind of have issues with the rebrand and are concerned that their legacy will be erased and they don't want a rebrand they want them to reconsider because black women like their great great grandparents or whatever were given these jobs to portray Aunt Jemima on these like promo trips for the whole Aunt Jemima brand and now they're like well their whole legacy is going to be erased yeah so that's kind of interesting yeah see there's you know what they say about ethics what's that thing about the ethics are you going to stop the young woman out in the the philippines that's making you know close for 15 cents a day and still able to feed your family or what's how do i look at how's that how's that sign the ethic thing go it's like yeah you could stop you could stop production over there mm-hmm. in terms of because you you call it slave labor and bring the uh, and bring the productions over here and then you know help what's going on over here how you look at it is like that woman now no longer has um, an income to feed her family and now she's poor just because you think that is slave labor. It might be slave labor, but she's able to fulfill her family, right? I hear so what you're saying. Type of thing. It's one of those type of things. It's like, yeah, uh, the racist or the, the justice warriors got onto it, but like these people didn't look at it as much of a racist Yeah, at the end of the day it was helping them more than it was. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and we can end off on your last thing that I know you want to congratulate your little rainbow haired friend on oh you're not going to talk about the fact that uncle uh, uh, uh master p has his own rice brand you're not going to respect that we literally don't have time oh yeah we don't yeah we don't uh but also when i said congratulations to Nicki minaj and six nine you know why because you just woke up your whole family they fucking did it <laughs> They got they got the number one on the Hot 100 Billboard charts because everyone fucking hated on them. And I I like Six Nine. I don't go out my way to hate anybody. I don't go out my way to do all the extra shit. But I when I said you got the number one, I was like, yeah. Or maybe he threatened Billboard. He didn't threaten them. Stop. Possibility. Stop it. He did it. He did it with no play, no radio play, and, and no Spotify, no Apple Music, no none of that. So how did he get famous. it? Cause he he has a motherfucking fan base. That's what he has a real fan base. And yes, that's what he did. And um, people actually bought oh, cause they bought. Well. Oh yeah, that's how. Yeah, yeah, the whole buying thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Congrats. Having people whatever. buy records are more uh, valuable than the streams because a lot of these artists, if there was no streaming, remember that one time. I mean, let me not, not let me just not go overboard. But remember yeah. that during that era where a lot of these artists' music would get leaked mm-hmm. and they would sell zip zilch zero and then a lot of these motherfuckers can't survive without playlists anyways a playlist and radio play mm-hmm. well not just say radio play but playlist play a lot of these people wouldn't chart without playlists but like rap yeah. heavier. people need to be on there so they could chart on the billboard and stuff like that these motherfuckers are halfway garbage who have no fan base i just want to say that but all right 
we got the we got the Hispanic man uh, doing what a lot of these hip hop artists can't do. All right, whatever. Snitching. That's what he's doing. Ah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> All right, get us out of here. All right, man. Uh, like we said in the beginning of the podcast, if you made it this far, thank you very much for listening. And um, we will not be here next week because uh, you know we're taking some time out. Well, you know, I'm tired. Nina's tired. <laughs> So, uh, you know, please enjoy uh, this podcast and also enjoy the other ones that we, if you haven't listened to, I mean, go back a year or so, you know, we've been doing this. Yeah, listen uh, to us fight. Yeah. Oh, back in those days. I can't wait to get in the studio with you, you know. I, I know. feel like this is going to be different. Yeah, it will be because we'll be able to see each other face to face. Yeah, no, most definitely. And I'll be able to wear some fits, you know, you know, get the fits off. I don't know why you don't wear, I just wear my pajama pants and then I wear like a decent top. I'm wearing a white top with chain on, but like it's not. And your bandana doesn't match your hat. But anyways, I digress. All right, so all right, this has been another episode of the Educating the Rest of the Podcast with your host Apollo P and No Better Nina. Yeah. So see you in two weeks. All right, people. Bye.